Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cloudy with a few showers this evening and into the overnight. Wake up temperatures in the 40s. A mild Saturday with mostly cloudy skies, upper 50s to middle 60s. A foggy start early Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. We have got some rain and showers in the area. 47 in Georgetown and Bowie right now. 46, a little cooler. 43 in Leesburg. At 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. A new report substantiates allegations of misconduct by Montgomery County Principal. What now? I'm Kate Ryan. The first woman to serve on the Supreme Court, Sandra Day O'Connor, has died at 93. The House of Representatives votes to throw out New York Congressman George Santos. A teenager injured after a shooting near a school. How the expansion of a local license plate reader program could help keep the community safer. I'm Scott Gelman. On Wall Street, the Dow picks up 289 points. The Nasdaq up 78. The S&P up 27. It is 4 o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Peter King. George Santos says he hasn't done anything wrong, but he couldn't sway more than 300 House members, including 105 of his fellow Republicans. His correspondent, Nicole Skaga. George Santos has become the sixth member of Congress ever to be expelled by his own colleagues. The clerk will notify the governor of the state of New York of the action of the House. The vote came after the House Ethics Committee found that the New York Republican deceived donors and used campaign funds to buy Botox designer clothing, and take trips to the Hamptons in Atlantic City. Santos faces 23 federal indictments for those allegations. While he's out immediately, staff members are still there to help constituents from the district he no longer represents. Chief of Staff Marcus Dunn. We'll have to continue to have staff presence uh, in the district and here um, to answer the phones and to handle any kind of uh, situation that may occur. Sandra Day O'Connor has died, the first female Supreme Court justice served 25 years in the bench and made her mark in many ways. CBS News Chief Legal Correspondent Jan Crawford. When President Reagan selected her in 1981 for the court, anti-abortion groups opposed O'Connor's nomination, and their hunch was right. The moderate, pragmatist, and skilled negotiator became a key vote with liberals against overturning Roe v. Wade or ending affirmative action. But she sided with conservatives in Bush v. Gore. Her attitude was move forward, get it done, and do it she did, inspiring a generation of women to come. Jan Crawford, CBS News, Washington. The temporary truce in Gaza is over after Israel says Hamas broke it. It lasted seven days. And with the fighting now back to full force, the U.S. is concerned about the safety of civilians in Gaza. CBS's Robert Berger in Jerusalem. The U.S. is pressing Israel to take more surgical and precise military action in this new phase of the war and to avoid the massive destruction and civilian casualties that we saw in the last round. Day two of the U.N. Climate Conference has included heavy hitters sounding new alarms on the state of the earth. CBS's Lane Cobb is at the foreign desk in Paris. There were dire warnings about the planet as COP28 continued in Dubai. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres told the gathered world leaders that Earth's vital signs are failing, but reminded them they can prevent planetary crash and burn. Britain's King Charles warned that our survival depends on us repairing nature. The U.N.'s Guterres says government 
months should end fossil fuel subsidies. Preliminary closing numbers in Wall Street show the Dow up 294. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. WTOP on this Friday, December 1st, 2023. It's raining 48 in D.C. And good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Accusations of misconduct by a Montgomery County principal have now been substantiated by a new inspector general's report. It is our breaking news this hour and the story from WTOP's Kate Ryan. A new report substantiates allegations of misconduct by Montgomery County principal. What now? I'm Kate Ryan. The Montgomery County Office of the Inspector General summed it up this way. Her investigation substantiated claims of violations of the school system's code of conduct and sexual harassment and bullying policies related to then Farquhar Middle School principal Joel Beidelman. Inspector General Megan Lamarzi wrote in her report that allegations that Beidelman made repeated comments about the appearance of female colleagues, made sexual jokes and comments about them, and had a sexual relationship with a woman he supervised were supported by the first of two investigations by her office. In response, Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight wrote in a statement that she is, quote, moving forward without delay to ensure that wrongdoing is held to full account. WTOP asked her office for what that would entail. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. For the second time in six months, there's been a shooting at KIPP D.C. College Prep School in Northeast D.C. police say a 17-year-old student at the school was hurt just before 10.30 this morning when a car pulled up along Brentwood Parkway and someone inside started shooting. Here's Assistant Police Chief Andre Wright. This is a targeted, yet another targeted event uh, involving a juvenile. We don't know whether the shooter was a juvenile or an adult. Um, but he, but we can tell from the footage uh, and from everything else we uh, found out subsequently that uh, this particular sedan and the occupants of it, for some reason, wanted to uh, shoot and attack this young man. The teenager was taken to a hospital and is expected to survive. Police are now looking for a man driving a white Hyundai Elantra. It was back in May that a hip student was shot outside the school. 405. It's a 35-year prison sentence for a D.C. man convicted of a shooting at a Chevy Chase restaurant last year. 30-year-old David Brown was convicted of attempted manslaughter, assault, and gun crimes. Prosecutors say about a year ago, Brown got into an argument with a woman at the Clyde's restaurant. They say he shot one person outside, hit another with the gun. People in the restaurant started running. Brown is also going to serve five years of supervised probation after completing his prison sentence. Nearly $350,000. That's how much the city of Annapolis will pay to a cyclist who was seriously hurt six years ago. The Baltimore Sun reports Maryland's second highest court has upheld an earlier decision that awarded Matthew Hager $347,000, a figure that includes interest. Hager was riding in a bike lane back in 2017 when the tire got caught in the grate of a storm drain and he was thrown off the bike. He suffered serious injuries to his face. City attorneys had argued Hager was to blame because he wasn't wearing a helmet and was riding against the marked direction of the bike lane. 
Well, police in Northern Virginia say it helps keep the community safe, and now the effort there is expanding. Since the automated license plate reader program launched last November, Lieutenant Hudson Bull says it's been effective. And in over 13 months, we've used it in over 366 cases. Uh, we've recovered over 130 stolen vehicles. We've placed about 714 arrest charges, most of those being felonies. The county received the grant to launch more of the plate readers. Bull explains they're strategically placed. So they're either in high-crime areas or areas where where we believe that uh, these cameras would solve crime. If a car that passes a reader is reported stolen, officers are alerted. The department's also addressing privacy concerns. The main thing we did was reduce our data retention period uh, from 12 months to just 30 days. In Fairfax County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 407, did your family already watch Dashing Through the Snow on Disney Plus? Well, if so, WTOP film critic Jason Fraley says you should try the new Christmas comedy. Candy Cane Lane on Prime Video. After losing his job, a jolly father tries to win a hundred grand in a neighborhood decorating contest to save his family around the holidays. I'm going to show you guys something. Don't freak out. It's not groundbreaking like Beverly Hills Cop or Coming to America, but Eddie Murphy has great chemistry with Tracy Ellis Ross of TV's Blackish. The premise makes it seem like Murphy will echo Tim Taylor in those great annual decorating duels on home improvement. But the script suddenly veers into the supernatural, unleashing holy hell with four calls birds and ten lords a-leaping. Rather than a few thoughtful gifts, this film packs Santa's bag with tons of shiny presents. Some on your list, many unnecessary. But even if it's not a new Christmas classic, it's something new to watch with the family. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Google wants to double its D.C. office space. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, we've got Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. Beltway jammed on the outer loop from after 355 all the way to the American Legion Bridge and southbound 270 Spurs slow its length getting onto the outer loop as well. The broken down car does remain. It still blocks the left lane on the American Legion Bridge. That's still there. It's been there for a while now. And inner loop of the Beltway, quite slow from Route 7 up to 270 and through Bethesda and Silver Spring. But through Prince George's County, lots of volume now through College Park on the inner loop all the way down past Landover. And on the outer loop from Andrews, headed up toward Greenbelt, but without delay. 50, or I should say without incident in the roadway, plenty of delay. Eastbound 50 does slow from Cape St. Clair to the Bay Bridge. That is volume. Uh, no more two-way traffic on the westbound span of the Bay Bridge due to weather now. And uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just volume delays here and there, no incidents, uh, and pretty much the same story on uh, 270. Now, eastbound 695 in the district after the 3rd Street Tunnel broken down car remains, and that is still blocking the right lane, with delays now coming up from Boundary Channel into town getting past it. On 301 northbound before Hawthorne Road, crash remains along the left side. Uh, 395 getting uh, bogged down in a few stretches now between the Pentagon and Landmark traveling southbound. And 95, uh, heaviest getting over the Occoquan to 123. Northbound traffic's actually slower from Dale City up into Newington. And on 66, we do have volume delays westbound uh, getting out from the Beltway off and on to Fair Oaks. And then more delays uh, getting out through Centerville. It has been heavy and slow on Old Yates Ford Road. Uh, they cleared the broken down car though, so delays are cleared out from Henderson Road heading into Prince William County. And so things are moving a lot better there. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra. 
Hyundai Ioniq or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Clouds went over sunshine for the remainder of the afternoon with scattered showers. High temperatures just around 50 degrees. Winds from the south at 5 to 10. Lingering showers will draw to a close this evening and overnight with partly cloudy skies. Temperatures by early tomorrow morning in the 40s. Upper 50s to middle 60s on Saturday were dry during daylight hours under mostly cloudy skies. Showers arrive late Saturday evening and will continue into Sunday with patchy fog during the morning hours. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, we still have uh, a little bit of rain here in the WTOP listening area. The heaviest stuff, though, is moving over the bay onto the eastern shore. So it's going to lighten up here as we go through the next couple of hours. But still wet out there, so be careful. We're at 45 in Rockville. We're checking in at 45 in Ashburn. We also have 48 in District Heights brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Chef Clayball. Not all big tech is downsizing. The Washington Business Journal says Google is looking to lease another 150,000 square feet of office space in downtown D.C., where it already has 130,000 square feet of offices. Google is also looking to fill as many as 400 engineering jobs at D.C. operations. Here's a forecast for mortgage rates next year. Listing service Bright MLS says 30-year rates will fall below 7% in the spring and end next year around 6.2%. Tyson's-based Intelsat will outfit almost 500 American Airlines regional jets with High-speed Wi-Fi starting next year. It'll use low-orbit satellite fleet. American already uses Intelsat and other satellite networks for Wi-Fi on its mainline planes. Record day today. The Dow finished the session up 295 points, closing at a record 36,246. The S&P 500 index finished the day up 27 points, more than a half percent, closing at a new record high. 45.95. The Nasdaq finished the day up 78 points, a half percent, just shy of a record. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Plan this week's meals at Whole Foods Market. Get Animal Welfare Certified 80% Lean Ground Beef for $5.99 per pound with Prime through December 5th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, remembering the late pioneering Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who died today at 93. 413. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish, or Big Mac, and get another for a dollar. Or mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. America's national security is under assault. The National Terrorism Advisory System warns the United States remains in a heightened threat environment. We need every tool to keep our country safe. Congress must restore CFATS, the Chemical Facility Anti-Terrorism Standards Program. CFATS addresses many kinds of threats and is the only program that allows companies to vet personnel against the FBI terrorist screening database. Companies should not be forced to go it alone to combat terrorism. Congress must reinstate CFATS now. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Coming up, some tweaks to the commander's injury list going into this weekend's home game against Miami. And we'll have sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. 
As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. This is George Wallace. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's that simple. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. And there's a bunch of reasons why. The app is so easy to use. It's safe, secure. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GW. That's FanDuel.com slash GW and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Now to the passing of former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. She died at the age of 93 today from complications of dementia and a respiratory illness. O'Connor was the first woman to serve on the high court after being nominated by President Reagan back in 1981. And in the CBS News interview, she recognized just how important that moment was. It had an incredible ripple effect of making opportunities become available for women. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum joined us earlier to talk about her background and her legacy. We take for granted nowadays that we only put federal appeals judges who serve on the D.C. Circuit, the most elite circuit on the Supreme Court. We don't do anything else. But most Americans don't remember we've had governors. You didn't necessarily have to go to law school. The Constitution doesn't require you go to law school to serve on the Supreme Court. So there's no reason a football player can't be on it. So today we've sort of been deluded into thinking you have to be an appellate judge. She was a politician. She was a state legislature for many years. And although she was a state appeals judge for like a day, she wasn't a judge for very long before she was elevated to the Supreme Court. Remember, she was appointed by Ronald Reagan. That meant she was supposed to uh, satisfy the conservative moral majority bloc. But guess what? She voted with liberals a lot in terms of affirmative action, separation of church and state, certainly abortion. And very often when we hear the words five to four split court, she was always that fifth vote. So when lawyers argued before the Supreme Court, they used to jokingly say, we're really arguing just to O'Connor because we know what these four will do and we know what that four will do, but we don't know what she'll do. Faye, you touched on it a little bit, but how would you characterize her judicial philosophy during her 25 years on the court? Well, you know, and she wasn't people like she's the first woman. You know, but she wasn't really a feminist. You know, unlike Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who crusaded on behalf of women's rights under the Civil Rights Act, O'Connor is a rancher. (laughs) She grew up on her father's ranch. When she met with Ronald Reagan, they bonded the fact that they knew about cows together. So you're talking about a woman who really believed in self-reliance. She really believed in America. But she really, for instance, when she voted for affirmative action, You could see in her opinion, what she's really saying is, if you want to make yourself better, I'm going to do everything I can to help you make yourself better. And again, I think that rancher perspective played into it. But I think, again, she, unlike Ginsburg, she comes from it with a much more independent streak. I don't think President Reagan thought that he was appointing a wild feminist to the court, and he didn't. That is CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. 
look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. An investigation in Montgomery County concludes a public middle school principal did act inappropriately with female co-workers. Congressman George Santos has been shown the door on Capitol Hill. Today's vote to expel the New York Republican from the House was 311 to 114. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 418 traffic and weather on the 8th. We start with Bob Imler. He's in the traffic center. New crash on the Beltway in Virginia on the Outer Loop just after Braddock Road. That is along the right side of the roadway, but they're trying to get it to the right shoulder even as we speak, so it should be out of the road shortly. But in Maryland, Outer Loop delay now starts at 355, getting around to the American Legion Bridge. That broken down car still blocks the left lane, so that is what's causing that pretty tremendous delay. Also on the southbound 270 spur, getting onto the outer loop. An inner loop from Tyson's up to 270 is also heavy and slow. Meantime, traffic on uh, 66 westbound from the Beltway out to 50 and off and on through Centerville. Just volume delays there. And on 95, mainly slow northbound from Dale City up into Newington. Southbound, we do have some volume delays as well. But mainly, they are pretty brief getting over the Occoquan. A couple of slow spots here and there in the rain, both ways through Stafford, but really not doing too badly out there. Uh, people are behaving themselves nicely. Outer loop of slow from Springfield over the Woodrow Wilson Bridge into Maryland. Northbound 395, that is uh, pretty jacked up from Boundary Channel getting into the district. That broken down car remains on 695 eastbound after South Capitol Street, or make that after the 3rd Street Tunnel before South Capitol Street, and that is still blocking the right lane in maryland 95 baltimore washington parkway at 270 mainly volume delays 50 east very slow now uh, after ritchie highway to the bay bridge only two lanes available for eastbound traffic due to weather hey dc hip-hop your way to better health enroll in quality health insurance at dchealthlink.com that's dchealthlink.com bob in wtop traffic seven news first alert chief meteorologist veronica johnson with us as we head toward the weekend uh, kind of a wet start here veronica yeah, for sure. But hey, it, it's not going to stay that way. So we are going to see these showers ease and then finally end by around 7 p.m. Temperatures mid 40s, upper 40s there this evening and by early Saturday morning, anywhere from the lower 40s to the mid 40s across the area. So temperatures not dropping too much. It's not going to be terribly cold to start. We'll be partly to mostly cloudy to start your Saturday. Overall clouds win out on Saturday, 60 to 64 degrees. I like that it's going to be mild with the southwesterly wind. So good day to get out, especially if you're thinking about maybe getting the Christmas tree already a little early here. I do have rain returning with our next weather maker around 6 p.m. Saturday, and those rain showers will stick around until 6 p.m. Sunday. Off and on rain at times on Sunday morning, some moderate rain, and there could even be some fog for Saturday and especially Sunday morning. Could be a bit of a foggy start to the day there. So we've got uh, rain around on Sunday. That'll impact the uh, Commander's game. Uh, We'll see. Okay. I the think... next couple of days, your warmest day is going to be a Saturday there with a high temperature of uh, 63, 64 degrees in the district. Again, warmest for the next 10 days. Right now, we've got these showers still lingering out there. Damascus at 42, Alexandria at 47 degrees, and Lorton coming in at 47. All right. Thanks, Veronica. Coming up on WTOP. A taste of Asian bakeries and the unique pastries their chefs are bringing to D.C. I'm Valerie Bong. It's 421. For Mervis Diamond Importers, this is Ronnie Mervis. I'm inviting you to a holiday trunk show this weekend. Admire spectacular jewelry at specially reduced prices. But for three days only, don't miss out. Meet 12 international jewelry designers with their full collections. It's your chance to try on all the latest diamond rings and wedding bands, ear studs, and jewelry. As the only direct diamond importer in D.C., Mervis drives the savings to you. 
Our world-famous diamonds and jewelry will steal your heart, but not your wallet. Financing is available. When it comes to diamonds, don't choose between quality and price. At Mervis, we promise you both. Celebrate life with a diamond gift that lasts forever. Join us this weekend to enjoy hors d'oeuvres, sip champagne, and try on our fabulous jewelry. Indulge yourself in the most gorgeous diamonds you can imagine. See you at the Mervis Diamond Trunk Show this Friday to Sunday in Tyson's. It is the jewelry event of the year. Go to MervisDiamond.com for details and register for free. That's MervisDiamond.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. This is WTOP News. 423. Well, getting stuck in an air vent led to quite a scare for a 17-year-old Shih Tzu. But thanks to folks from a local police and fire department, she's now safe and sound. Maya may be small, but that air vent was smaller. So a team from Fairfax County Fire and Rescue headed down to the basement and started drilling. They took down a ceiling panel, got access to the HVAC duct, and out little Maya came into the arms of her very grateful owner. Apparently, at least according to Fairfax County Police, which posted the video of Maya's rescue, her favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. She may have watched that scene where John McClane crawls through an ear duct a few too many times. Shana Stulen. WTOP News. Hey, a great way to expand your palate and explore other cultures could be through bakeries, especially during the holiday season. In our Baking Connection series, we're looking at local Asian-inspired bakeries. The response has been amazing pretty much right from the beginning. Jason Oberbilling and his wife, Yuri, own three locations of their bakery, Saki Saki Flakery in D.C. They opened their first shop in Cleveland Park in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yuri said that her shop, she's trying to bring awareness of Japanese and other Asian flavors. One example is her miso-flavored chocolate chip cookies. It's a chocolate chip cookie, but when I put the miso into it, it will make a deeper flavor. And I think people really appreciate that. Jason says working as a husband and wife team has kept them going. I'm always constantly amazed by Yudi's commitment and, and it's just Endless, endless energy, it seems. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. You can read all the stories in our series on D.C. area bakers at WTOP.com. Search for Baking Connections. The third installment of the series comes out tomorrow. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think rest. Steve Dresner here with the latest look at the commander's injury report. Well, they will be hosting Miami coming up Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff at FedEx Field. So the latest as far as the injury list is concerned, cornerback Emmanuel Forbes has now been ruled out for Sunday's game. He's been nursing an elbow issue. Uh, James Smith-Williams, who will also be sitting, he's nursing a hamstring injury. Over on the O-line, center Tyson Larson, limited to